Grab your favorite caffeinated beverage and get cozy because you are listening to Mindful as a Mother with Paige Bruce and Lindsay Adams. Hey, hey, I just wanted to pop on here real quick before the episode starts and give a quick disclaimer. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for therapy or the therapeutic relationship, and the information given in this podcast is purely for educational purposes and is not intended to replace the advice of a professional. Now that that's out of the way, I really hope you enjoy this episode. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review if you enjoy it because it helps the podcast grow. And don't forget to be peace, be love, be mindful as a mother. Hi everyone, Lindsay here. Before we get started on today's episode, I just wanted to invite you to my Attunement and Energy Dynamics event that I am hosting with Reiki practitioner Amanda Hill. We're going to have such a great time giving you a night of tools and information to help you navigate your child's energy in a more aligned way. You'll leave the night with tools and actions, steps to apply at home, including a printed human design birth chart for your child, and explanation about how your child's energies flow. So if you haven't heard about human design, Google it. To me, it's really like more accurate than any like personality type, personality test, any kind of astrology. And it's really changed my life and how I show up in my parenting. And I know it will change yours too. So for more information on that, you can look in the show notes for tickets, or you can contact me on my Instagram at Lynn's underscore Adams LCSW. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to Mindful as a Mother. This is Lindsay here and I have a very, very special guest with us today. Her name is Lauren Ricks and I'm just going to let her share a little bit about herself. Okay, welcome. Thank you for having me. I am so honored and I'm glad this worked out. We're like two weeks in or we've been trying to get this together for like ever. And it's been a crazy January for us. And I can share that later, but, um, I am a mom of two. I have a two and a half year old daughter and a five and a half year old son. And I have been in business for, oh my gosh, 10 and a half years. So I started my online business when I was like a baby and I started with network marketing, network marketing. And it's just kind of like evolved into something else. But, um, there's been a lot of like twists and turns as you try and like navigate motherhood and then business owner. And we've had some moves in there and all the things. So I'm excited to just chat with you about all things motherhood and business. Cause I know you do business stuff too. Yeah. And it's such a, an interesting balance to try and balance, like being an intentional parent and running a business and running a business is not for the faint of heart. So (laughs) how did you, um, you started in network marketing. What made you decide that you want to like, you wanted to go out on your own, do your own business? Um, so I guess for me, I did network marketing for about five years before I had my son. And then he kind of just like, that was simple, like getting him into the mix of like working my business. I was home already. So I was working from home. So I worked in like the mom cracks of the day. Um, and that was all fine and dandy until I added a second to the mix. 
And when I added her to the mix, that's when things started to really like, almost like God was working in me, like how you've been doing life and business for the last, I would have been like eight years, isn't going to work now that you have two. So we need to like figure out what's going on. Of course, my dog would start barking and she's up there screaming. Um, (laughs) but, um, so then I started diving into, um, like mentoring, like one-on-one mentoring and really like seeing that there's so many different ways to work your business and that I got to decide because I feel like in network marketing, you hear, you know, work in all your minutes of the day or like hustle, 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 needing to be on social media all the time. And like, I got to a point where I was like, I am missing moments with my kids because I feel like I can't let go of my business or I can't be off my business. And that's where I kind of got to this point within this last like year and a half where I was like, there's got to be a different way to do business. And I really started diving into my own self and like how I was designed and how I was made to work and how I wanted to work and started just really almost creating my own rules for my business and for my motherhood and giving myself grace and knowing that like every day is going to be different depending on my child. And some days I'm going to get a nap time work session in. And sometimes I'm not, and that's my business. We'll just have to like ebb and flow with it. But I really, I really believe as moms, like we have the power to make the decision of how we want to show up every day and be intentional instead of like waking up and just like letting the day run us. Right. And some days are like that for me too. More so my kids run the day some days and I'm like, what is happening? What is happening you guys? Um, but we just have that power to shift, I guess, in little increments, you know? Yes. And you're doing, is it a program or like a workshop? Explain what you're running right now. So right now I have a live course I'm running called Becoming, and I'm actually in like a beta experience too for a new mastermind actually that I'm going to be running in February. That's going to be called unbecoming. Um, so my whole theme, I feel like that I've really grown into over the last year is really, I thought it was becoming, but it's really unbecoming all these, these ways of being that we've been conditioned from as far back as we were like little kids. Right. And really learning to unbecome those to become who God created us to be and who we really want to be. Um, So my becoming course is going on right now. And it's really how to basically um, run your business and motherhood in your way alongside with God. And then my mastermind is going to be like a mastermind feel. So it's going to be in Voxer and something I've never really done before because in network marketing, it's like you do Facebook groups and you're on social media all the time. So this is really different for me, but I'm in the season where it's like, I need on the go things as a mom. And I don't need, I just need things that aren't going to keep me to my phone or my computer 24 seven, you know? So, um, that's going to be really great for like on the go mentoring for mompreneurs who are like, I need the support, but I can't schedule in our hour and a half calls once a week. Mm -hmm. It's just not going to work right now for my schedule. So that's, kind of what I have in the works right now. So it's mastermind and then my becoming course, which will be a self-paced course that people can come through eventually when it's done. And then my one-on-one mentoring. 
So I've transitioned from like network marketing, which is so like, I still have that business, but it's so different than from what I'm doing now. And I don't know. I just like that freedom of being like, I want to do it this way instead of this way. What is the biggest like self-limiting belief or thing that you've had to like unbecome in this journey? Oh my gosh. Um, so many things. I think my biggest thing I had to learn to fully, my dog had to fully learn to trust in God and then trust myself in what he was giving me to like do for my next step. Um, that was one big thing. And then just the, the limiting belief or the rule that to be successful or to like be enough or make it, you have to work really, really, really hard. And you have to spend so many hours working your business and that it's going to take, and I don't want it to sound like it's not hard work, but I think sometimes we get stuck in that like hustle mentality where it's like, I got to keep hustling and do, 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 do. If Mm -hmm. I want to accomplish, or I want to be seen or, um, be known or whatever, you know? So I really had to like unwork that belief because I grew up an athlete. And like, when you're an athlete, it's like, you're, you're seen when you're doing and you're achieving and you're like accomplishing. So like, I had to kind of like unlearn that and just know that being and like resting and working on my inner self was just as much work as the external of like the doing. So it was like that masculine and feminine, feminine energy balance of like, I was way over in the doing, I was really good at doing things, but I was not so good at like resting and then letting God like take what I've done and mold it into what he wanted it to be. So that's probably been the two biggest things I've had to learn and just like undo. I I'm thinking of like, so recently I was really burnt out because I got into this. Um, so I'm a therapist for anyone that doesn't know, and I have a private practice. And then I started this podcast about a year ago. And then I decided I wanted to launch an online course. So I created the course. I did all that. I launched it and it was very rewarding, but the most stressful thing I think I've ever done. And after I launched the course, super burnt out, like didn't want to do anything. I still feel like I'm burnt out on social media. I don't like it. And it's uh, something I realized in that is like that hustle culture, do, 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 sell, 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 work, work, work led me to really like hate everything Mm -hmm. and trying to find a way to like have that middle ground between and, and find a life that works for me. And my energy is not set up to hustle all the time. It's right. Not. Right. And I think that's so like, that's such a good example because we feel like if we're not doing, we're not moving forward. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that's like, it's so good. Cause we just had in our, in our um, becoming course this week, I actually had one of my really good friends talking about human design. I don't know if you've had, I was any- going to ask you about okay. that. Okay. Yeah. I'm a manifesting generator. Do you know Ooh. what you are? I am that too. Yeah. Yeah. So she was talking about how up until now, so many of the people who like not rule the world, but like have paved the way have been manifestors and like men. So it's the whole do more, just do it. Keep going. Never stop. Hustle until you die, basically kind of mentality. And now we're kind of like evolving into this more of like 
yes, hustle, but also hustle and rest. Like rest is an action. And I know for me, like when my first mentor told me like, Lauren, you don't need to do anymore. You need to like rest and you need to be. And I was like, but how do you do that? Like, what are the steps? What do I need to do to rest? (laughs) And it was just like a, a concept that I didn't, I couldn't grasp right away. I even find myself, um, getting caught up in like when I have downtime or when I'm not hustling in my business, I get a lot of anxiety because I feel like I should be doing something. And it's taken me a lot of work to like sit. And I think this falls into like, even if you don't own a business, just motherhood, if you're used to doing, doing, doing Mm -hmm. all the time, when, when you don't, or when you try and rest or you don't have as much to do, it can create a large amount of anxiety and that's normal. And just sitting with that and allowing that to be there can then help you become more comfortable with like the resting place. Right. Well, and it's that whole concept of like holding your feelings, right? Cause that too, we're not taught, we're not taught to like sit in the uncomfortable feeling we're taught to like suppress it, or we're taught to go do something that makes you happy or go do something to cover it up. Where if we can learn to even hold the uncomfortable of like, I really want to rest or I really want to be present with my kids as they play, but this feels really uncomfortable because I'm playing and I should be cleaning the kitchen or I should be doing the laundry or I should be cleaning the house or I should be doing X, Y, and Z, but I'm playing and knowing that like playing with our children is such a powerful action for us to do, right? Like I think we missed that part. And I'm so guilty of that. Like that literally happened today when I was like doing laundry and my daughter was like, let's play the marble game. And I was like, Oh, the marble game again. And she was like, so happy to play. And I was like, okay, I'll sit here with you. We'll sit and play this for a little bit before nap. And she's like, okay, like so happy. But sometimes we like just push that away and like, no, I got to do all these things before you go down for a nap. So I can have nap to do all the things that I need to do for my business. And it's, it's, I don't even want to say a balance because there is no balance really. It's just like this, I don't know, harmony of trying to be intentional. I don't know. So how do you find that or how do you structure your day? So there's that natural flow of like still being able to be present and work on your business, but be present with your child. Right. Um, one, I start my day before they start their day. This has been like one of the biggest things I suggest to moms, even if it's like 15 minutes, um, because I find when I wake up, when my kids wake up, I already feel behind in my day because my brain is already like I didn't get that time to kind of just like digest my day. Um, So I start my day before they they wake up. Um, Morning time is like always no devices. It's them breakfast, getting my son ready for school. And then normally when we come home, me and my daughter, because she is home with me full-time. So we don't have daycare for her anymore. Um, we take a couple hours and we honestly just chill on the couch and she watches a show. We snuggle, we laugh. Sometimes I'm on my phone, like reading a book or that's like my book time. Um, I'll be doing like dishes. So I'm not afraid to do like the house chores when my kids are awake and like doing things. And I know like a lot of moms are like, Oh, that's, I do all that stuff during nap time. And for me, I just learned early on that like nap time is my work time or it's like my me time. So it's not, I'm not going to be cleaning or doing laundry or anything like that. And that's just what works for me since I've been in business for this long. Um, 
And then when she's napping, if she naps, like, I don't know, today she might not nap. I do work and then we go pick up my son. And then my husband actually gets home at like a really early time between two and three. So some days, if I haven't finished up anything for work, I'll take a couple hours and he'll take the kids and I'll finish up work then. And then family time, I've been really trying to do like no phone zone in the evening with them. And then after bedtime, if I have to like tie up loose ends, I will do that. But what I have found with this beta group that I'm doing in Voxer is it's really nice to have that because I can do that. If me and her out like at the park, I can be Voxering, you know, my clients while she's out playing and I'm watching her and I can be like talking to them while I'm out on the go. So that's been really helpful not to have to feel like I have to sit down and do like calls like you would with therapy. You have to be like there with Mm -hmm. them. So, um, that's just been really helpful for me. It's kind of what our day looks like. There's a lot of play, a lot of rest, a lot of, not a lot of work, but work, but I want to go back to like, uh, doing housework while your kids are there and awake. I saw, I think it was on TikTok, someone talking about this. And I, it was such a great point that like, we want our kids to see the amount of work that goes into a house mm-hmm. and a life. And mm-hmm. so some of that's like participating in chores, but also like them seeing you do dishes and do laundry and clean, because then they realize like what goes into those things rather than trying to only do them when they're not present or not around. It's not the children. It's the dog. Always. My dogs are always barking. I'm like, as soon as I have to do something too, it's like, oh, Uh barking. Um, It's funny you say that because last night I was actually, the kids were playing with Nick and I was answering some boxers in this mastermind that I started. And my son comes in and he lays on my shoulder and he's like, what are you doing, mom? And I was like, oh, I'm doing a little work. And he goes, you work? And I was like, yeah, what, like... (laughs) yeah, I work, but it made me think about like, he's been gone during the day when I do work. So he hasn't seen me actually like doing work now that he's been, you know, like old enough to kind of comprehend it. And it just made me laugh. Cause that's, I could imagine that's what it would be like if you only cleaned and did housework when your kids were sleeping or after bedtime and them just waking up and everything's just always clean. And it's like, Oh, who does this? There's like a fairy that comes in at night and cleans things. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's something I started early on when Grayson was a, a baby was, I was just, my nap time is my work time or my me time and cleaning can happen when he's around doing things. And I think that's also important to like talk about too. And I guess I don't know your take on this, but not needing to like be, I don't want to say with my kids, but like entertaining my kids 24 seven and letting them like, okay, you can do this or this or this while I do this and letting them choose. And I feel like that's really important for them to just have that like independence where I'm not constantly being like, Oh, I'll entertain you all the time. Right. And so it's like finding this balance between kids definitely need that, like one-on-one time, the play with a parent or attachment figure, but they also need Um, to learn to play on their own and to be bored and like being bored is so good for kids. Mm -hmm. And we forget that as parents, because we want to constantly entertain them. And we live in a world where everything is instant. Um, Mm -hmm. I laugh about this because, and I may have shared the story on here before I can't remember, but my kids, we were watching a, a movie and it was streaming on IMDB, which is like a free thing but they have commercials. And my kids were like, mom, the TV's broken. What's the TV's broken. This isn't my show and, or the, the movie. And I was like, no, honey, that's a commercial. 
like you will never understand like me having to like record the show I wanted to watch on a VHS tape growing up. Yeah. So like those things are like wanting to listen to a certain song like uh, and things we're just so used to having everything so instant 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 that our brains aren't trained anymore to be bored and so we really have to be intentional about letting our kids be bored and mm-hmm. be creative and um, use their imaginations. For sure. I know And I feel like it's easier with my daughter at her age, but I know my son being five and a half, like now he knows what bored is. So it's mom, I'm bored. Mom, I want to play with my friends, blah, blah, blah. And we've made this like when Parker goes down for a nap on the weekends, Grayson has like quiet time in his room. And it's probably his least favorite time because he has to go to his room and be by himself and figure out what to do for like a half hour. But once he gets in there, it's like, we can watch him on the monitor and he's like tinkering with all his things. And he's like playing Legos and he's just like in his own little world. And I'm like, you, that's so good for them to not just be like, I'm constantly like, Oh, let's do this. Oh, let's do this. Oh, let's do this. And you go in your room. You have so many things go play by yourself for a little bit. Cause you've been with me all day. <laughs> do you know what your kids human design is? Yep. So my daughter is a manifesting generator like me. And then my son is a generator and my husband's a generator. So you have lots of energy in your house, then lots of energy. You're all like doing my husband's a generator. Um, and my son's a manifesting generator and my daughters are both projectors. So it's been funny. So, um, I'm actually, I have a friend that does human design. Like she is trained in it, specializes in it. And we're going to do a workshop at the end of February with like kids, human designs. So, um, she's going to like pull their charts and like explain them to the parents. And I'm going to talk about like how you can be in tune and show up for your kids based on their charts. I Um, would be a part of that. That's so cool. I'll post a link on the podcast and I'll send you the link to yeah. it. Um, cool. it. It's going to be really fun, I think. But um, it's been interesting learning about like my daughters being projectors because they're a very different energy type than me or my husband mm-hmm. and being able to like honor that they need rest and they need downtime and they need like unstructured time. Whereas me, my husband and my son can just go, go, go. Right, right. I've noticed that with, well, all of us are like that. And that's probably why, Parker doesn't like to nap because she's like probably feeling like she's missing out on life. But my son's like that too. It's just like, we can get into the afternoon and we know he's tired, but he's still just like bouncing off the walls. And we're like, you like sit, (laughs) sit down. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. need to rest. And he's just like, no, I'm like, let's go do stuff. And I'm like, you need to rest child. (laughs) yeah it's about fight yeah like figuring out how to flow with their energy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you flow with yours as well right it's been I would say though when it came to my business learning about my human design and how I'm like operating has been one of the biggest things that's helped me almost like find that I hate using the word balance, but balance with my business and knowing that like, I don't have to continually do, 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 because if I follow my design, it's not just about doing. And that's been so huge for me. And I, I wish I, I want to, I guess, dive more into like how I can use it in parenthood along with Mm -hmm. our, our kids, because it's, Otherwise it's like, you're like this most, so many times you're just like, right. Like hitting heads against each other. So for everyone who doesn't know what human design is, it's like 
it's a little woo woo. It's astrology on steroids, but what it is, is it's like a map of how your energy works and how like you are as a person. And it helps you figure out kind of how to best flow with how you are. And I think this ties into temperament too. Um, we talk a lot in psychology about like the temperament of kids and that's right in there with like human design. Are you more easily overstimulated? Do you, uh, have more energy? Are you, do you need more downtime? Like where are you at? And so learning that about ourselves and our kids and in how to like run a business is super helpful. Right. I know one thing that I learned about, um, with my son, cause I had my, one of my really good friends does human design stuff too. And she's, she's done readings on all of us too. And one of the things with my son and my husband is they're both, um, I don't know if it was their will center was defined. So they're very like high strung, like my way it's like my way. So they butt heads a lot. (laughs) And it's funny, like before I knew it, I was like, you guys. And now that I know, I'm just like, I laugh about it. Cause I'm like, you guys are so the same. And you're just like, who's, who's going to win. And they just keep going until like Nick obviously wins now. And that was one thing she said, she's like, Nick will win now because he's the parent. But when Grayson gets to be an adult, it's going to be Grayson's going to win because of just like how he's designed. And I'm like, that's so interesting. So yeah, interesting. my, my well center is defined and it's pretty rare. I think someone was telling me like one in eight oh. or one in 10, maybe, I don't know. It's like pretty rare. And my son's is, and he's very like strong-headed, spirited. I can't remember if my husband's is, he's the same way, but mm-hmm. I see that play out in my marriage too, mm-hmm. kind of like needing things to be my way. Right. Yeah. That's so fun. It's so interesting. I feel like once you know all this stuff and you can start seeing like it playing out in your life and you're like, Oh yeah, <laughs> that makes it, sense. it really helps you just like accept yourself for who you are and learn to like plan and operate your life and your business, um, in a way that works for you instead oh, of like sure. this this, like you said, like this kind of cookie cutter. Yeah. Way that like, um, males have set up. (laughs) Yeah, for real. I, and I know for me, like one of the biggest things that was a huge, like turning point for me. And it was after I learned about human design and both of us are the same with being Manny gens is like waiting to respond to things, like having things to respond to and how I was like trained in network marketing was to like initiate, right? Like send messages invite all these people, do all this stuff. And once I learned like, oh my gosh, I'm actually meant to respond to people coming to me versus the other way I was doing things. That was game changer. And just knowing that like, oh my gosh, I've been running my business completely backwards, which has made me be in this hustle mode. Right. And it's like hustle, burnout, hustle, burnout, hustle, burnout, Mm -hmm. and like doing, doing my business, how everybody else was doing business. And it's like, no, I wasn't designed to do that that way. So how can I unbecome, right. All these things I've learned that I thought was the way to do business or whatever, and do it my way. It's been freeing, but also like interesting to be like, Oh, I can actually do this how I want to do it. Not how Susie Jane says to do it. Right. What has, what is your number one tip for like a newer mompreneur? Mm. Um, I would say really getting clear on how you want your days set up and you deciding what you want it to look like. Cause I think sometimes we get into this like perception that 
when you're not momming, you're doing, you need to be doing business. Or if you're not doing all the time, you're not necessarily growing and we can decide like, okay, I want, I really want my days to look like this. So during nap time, I'm going to work and then I'm going to rest, or I'm going to make sure I have me time in. I think that was one of the biggest things that got me burnt out so often after I had Parker was I was doing all the things, but I wasn't doing self-care. Like I wasn't getting out of the house away from my kids, um, and doing things that really filled up my bucket. I was always filling up everybody else's bucket. And when I invested in mentoring and she was like, you need to start like getting away, (laughs) getting away from your kids and having some self-care and like filling your own cup that even like shifted things on just like, Oh my gosh, I'm feeling refreshed coming back into motherhood instead of burnt out. Um, so it's not being afraid to take time for yourself and Mm -hmm. knowing that it's not selfish because I mean, we hear this all the time. You can't pour from an an empty cup. And I feel like as early moms of like a newborn and a toddler, it's you're giving so, so much. And it's so easy to give from an empty cup. And you wonder why, like, I'm so tired and I'm so burnt out and I just can't do this anymore. And it's like, when's the last time you went out and got a cup of coffee by yourself and just sat and listened to music by yourself? Like that even can fill you up or going on a walk after your husband gets home for a half hour by yourself. Uh Like it's giving up that control a little bit of not feeling like you have to be there all the time. Um, I actually have a course all called, I have a course called me again method. And I talk about this, um, because this was a course I created after I became a mom of two. And I went through this whole journey of like really finding me again. And I put it into a course. And I think like, it's exactly that of learning to let go of that control, but also make sure that like you are making time for yourself. Cause we can totally lose ourselves in motherhood thinking we have to do it all. Yeah. And it actually makes you a better mother to take a break because then when you come back, you can be more present and more intentional than if you're burnt out and trying to parent. For sure. And I even think like something I've even done and it's been more so since we moved out to Utah. So we're not originally from Utah. So we have no family out here. So we don't have like the luxury of being like, Hey, what grandparents want to watch, watch the kids today. Um, so that's been really challenging and balancing even like Nick getting alone time that's outside of work and Mm -hmm. me getting alone time and me getting like work time. So like, even on the weekends, I will take a couple hours and just go to a coffee shop and work just so I can like get out of the house. So like, if you are a mompreneur, like taking your work outside of the house and like going to a coffee shop and working for a little bit, for me, my work fills me up. So it's, I don't feel like I'm working really. Um, but even taking a little bit of time on the weekends to do that has been really helpful. That's how I feel about therapy. So I love therapy. It doesn't feel like work. I enjoy my job. I enjoy coming to work and I even enjoyed the online business part now that I'm less burnt out. And so I have like had to find a way to balance that because like too much work, then I don't love it anymore. Um, but also not enough work. And I, um, am not a very good mom. Like I'll just, I I need to work to be a good mom. I am not that mom that could just be home with my kids. And so trying to find like that balance has been important. And recognizing for myself that that's going to be different for me than it is for you or for someone else. And that's okay. Like I can still be a good mom and work 30 hours a week 
or, and you know, other people can be a good mom and work 10 hours a week or work 50 hours a week. Like it's, it, it depends on the person and that's totally okay. So I think just giving myself that permission to be different and to do what's best for me has been really helpful. I think that's so important. Like that point you make of doing what's best for you, because everybody it's going to be so, and in every season of life, it's going to be so different. Like if you have a newborn at home and you're a first time mom, you probably don't want to work as much because you want to like be there for all those moments. Right. Cause they change so much in the first year. Maybe when you have toddlers and a five-year-old, you're like, go, <laughs> go to daycare for a couple days. So I can be by myself. Um, and it's really just, I feel like reflecting and asking yourself how you want your life and your days to look like, because we don't, I don't think we do that enough. We don't actually give ourselves space enough to sit down and be like, okay, what does my ideal day look like? Like how much work do I want to be doing? How much time do I want to spend with my kids? What do I want my days to look like? What would feel really good for me? We don't take the time to actually do that. We just continue to hustle and do and I think as a business owner too, we typically like the typical coaching method is to start from, if I want to make this much money, how much do I have to work rather than what do I want my life to look like? How do I want my relationship with my kids to be and my spouse? Okay. So I'm going to put that in first. And then where are my gaps after that? Yeah. And I'm kind of trusting way. that the money part will, will work out. Right. And I've learned too, it's, it's giving that trust to God. Right. And just knowing that like, okay, he's brought me here. He's put this on my heart. He's gave, he's given me these kids. This is how I want my day to look. These are the last, like, let's say 10 hours, 15 hours, 20 hours, 30 hours that I can do for work and trusting that that is enough. Right. And that we don't have to come home and then feel like we have to continue working, even though we're with our kids, like just trusting that, like what we do in our work is enough. And what we do with our kids is enough. And every day is going to look so different, right? Mm -hmm. It's not going to be the same every day and that's okay. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. this has been such a great conversation. We'll have to talk more later about human design and stuff as well. Tell everyone where they can find you. Okay. So because you got have hacked. an Instagram, right? I did. Um, three weeks ago I got hacked from Instagram. So I've been like rebuilt. Oh my gosh. This last three weeks have been insane. Got hacked from Instagram. Both me and my husband got sick. We thought it was COVID. I don't think it was COVID. I think it was just like the air here mm-hmm. was really bad for like that week and a half. Both of us were sick. If you're my not son- from Utah and you're listening, most of the listeners are from Utah, but if you're okay, not from so, Utah, uh, inversion, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's probably totally what it was. And then that same week, my son got, they were home for school, virtual learning from school, like just all the things. So you can find me on Instagram. It's just, I haven't been on there much because it was kind of like, Oh, I kind of like not having an Instagram to have to be on. Um, so it's Lauren Ricks underscore. You can find me on Facebook, just Lauren Ricks. Um, my becoming podcast, I just launched a podcast. So that's yeah. so cool. <laughs> that was like, I kind of like joke about, oh my gosh, God took away Instagram so I could start a podcast. Cause as soon as my Instagram was gone, it was like download, but it's podcast time and everything just kind of flew together. So I have a podcast called becoming with Lauren Ricks. Um, and I would say you can find me on Instagram or on Facebook. I do most, most of my stuff on Facebook right now. So, and I will link your Facebook profile, your Instagram and your podcast in the show notes so that everyone can just click and find it. 
Wonderful. Wonderful. This flew by. We will have to do this again. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to. Hey, it's Paige. If you or someone you know is looking for therapeutic services, I'm accepting new clients in Idaho over telehealth or in person. So go ahead and check me out at www.parentingwithpage.com, skim my bio, and contact me via the contact form. Talk to you soon. Thanks for coming to Mindful as a Mother podcast. If you'd like more of us and Mindful as a Mother, you can find Paige at Instagram at Parenting with Paige and Lindsay at Linz underscore Adams LCSW. Find us on TikTok, Instagram, and in our Facebook group, creating community and smashing parental stigma, embracing mindful motherhood and positive parenting. Thanks so much and see you next time.